if you're a career changer, if you're brand new, you're graduating college and really don't know what to expect from the role, the company or the industry, an informational interview is really going to give you like behind the curtain type of view of what it is that goes on in a day to day. Hey, my name is Ariana, and as an immigrant, wife, young mother, and multi-passionate professional, I currently spend my days trying to figure out this crazy and unpredictable thing called life. After a few chaotic years learning from my mistakes in my early 20s, I've now struck that balance with full-time work at a fabulous tech company and a startup coaching business I run from home. So here we are, making the best of life curveballs and optimizing our opportunities. We talk about all things career, business, money, life, and mistakes and maybe even an after-hour conversation or two. So grab your coffee and pour your wine, and let's get inspired to embrace your weird, all while learning workshop style. The breakout session is about to begin. This is the Side Hustle Experience Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to Side Hustle Experience, episode number 13. I'm so excited because today I'm going to be talking about informational interviews and how can they really help you potentially land an actual job interview or just create your network because we have really noticed how important your network is when it comes to landing opportunities and doing that job hunt that you want to do in a more successful way. And I just noticed that every single episode I said, I'm so excited because I am. I am just really pumped at being able to really share all of this amazing information and knowledge with you all in a free way so that you can really just go after your dreams, learn that job you really love, make more money, learn what to do with that money, and just be a badass because that's exactly who you are. And thank you so much for all of the support you've given me so far with this amazing podcast. I put so much time and energy and I'm investing a lot of time and money into creating it. So I'm so happy that you're all liking it this much. And without any further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into the episode today, which is going to be all about informational interviews. Informational interviews are a great way to understand the role, a company, the industry that you really want to get into if you really don't have a way in. If you're a career changer, if you're brand new, you're graduating college and really don't know what to expect from the role, the company or the industry, an informational interview is really going to give you like behind the curtain type of view of what it is that goes on in a day to day. So some people actually might say that informational interviews are the new networking meeting. And to be honest, I'm still kind of thinking about that. It's kind of hard to say whether that's the case or not, but they are a great way to learn more about the job, specifically the one you want or the industry you want to enter. So here are seven tips that I've compiled, not only through myself, but also through my clients, how to successfully have an informational interview and how it could potentially help you land an actual job interview or a meeting with a stakeholder that could potentially make the decision of you joining the team, the company, or the industry. So informational interviews are just that, information, right? It's information that you are gaining, things that you are accessing, just knowledge. But you should absolutely treat it as if it's an actual job interview. Treat it as you are going to interview for the job you really want, the job that you envision yourself, and the job that you dream of. Because... The person that you are chatting with holds a lot of power over whether they want to pass along your resume or recommend you for something. You know, for tech companies, they do have this referral program that sometimes for us, people who are already in the inside are very selective of who we recommend because it's our reputation on the line. And there's just a lot of steps that we have to go through. 
in order for us to refer somebody. You need to know that person. You need to be able to write a little sentence, at least for my company, about the person that you are referring to see the reason why you're referring them. And if you do know the caliber of work that that person does. So having an informational interview can really be the way in the side door that you want to open to potentially be able to get a referral because referrals are not the end all be all of the interview process. They're not going to guarantee you an interview. They're not going to guarantee you a job, but it definitely helps because once you know somebody in the inside, the thought behind referrals is that if you found somebody who's already in the inside of the company, that person made it through the process and they are calibrated to be there. So if I'm already inside and I'm meeting with you and I know that you are qualified person, somebody that could potentially really be a great match for the company, they're going to trust me because it's like this person is already here. They're really doing a good job. They have a good reputation. They're not going to be referring people who are not good caliber. Does that make sense? I certainly hope it does. If it doesn't, please direct all of your questions over to our Instagram account. It's Side Hustle Experience. Or you can go over to TikTok. I also access my DMs there as well. Side Hustle Experience. I would be happy to chat with you about this particular topic in more detail. So just put in both letters, informational interview, episode 13, and then ask me all of your questions there. I certainly hope it's making sense, but if it's not, please shoot me a message. So actually, I'll give you a personal example. I once had an informational interview from somebody whom I met through LinkedIn. So I was having conversations with this person, engaging with their content. And then I saw this position at TikTok that I was really interested in because I was interested in breaking into tech. And TikTok is obviously the place to be right now, right? It's like really hot. Amongst other things, why I was interested in that job. So I reached out because I originally applied for the role and I got rejected, which is strange because I knew that I was qualified. But again, it's just a gambling game sometimes when you're applying. So are 500 other people, right? So I reached out to him. I said, hey, unfortunately, I applied for this job. I got rejected, but just wanted to chat with you about potential opportunities in the future. Just wanted to learn what TikTok was all about since you and I have chatted before in the past. I figured I will send you my resume in case you come across something that might be a good potential match for me. He was so gracious, so willing to help me out. And he gave me some time to chat with him. So this is an informational interview that I had already been rejected for an actual job. Jumped in the phone with him and he was so so impressed with my background, the way that I was conducting myself, that he referred me as an internal referral for another position that was opened. And that turned into four rounds of interviews for an actual job that I probably would have not even known about if it wouldn't have been through the connection that I made with him through that informational interview. I ended up withdrawing from the process because I got a job elsewhere, which is what I have now. And I just didn't want to wait because we did have one more round to go to in order for me to get the offer. But by the time that I withdrew, the recruiter did tell me that actually I was in line to get an offer, which is just to show you how if you have a successful informational interview, that could potentially lead you to an actual job offer, which is exactly what happened to me. And I actually do train people on how to do informational interviews and what is the actual purpose of you doing informational interviews? Because you can sometimes feel like, well, what's the point? You know, there's really nothing at stake. But in reality, there is a lot at stake. When you are meeting somebody from the inside of a company, again, they can hold a lot of power on potentially giving you a referral, potentially sending your resume over to somebody who would be making decisions, tell you what's going on. Because sometimes we do have internal postings within a company that cannot be shared externally. So the person who's already in the company might be able to direct you towards the right team. And I've also held a lot of informational interviews myself with people who reach out to me 
on LinkedIn, TikTok, or Instagram, and I'm happy to jump on the phone with them. Right now, we are really busy here. You know, the holiday season is around the corner. I'm obviously recording this ahead of time. So it's December by the time I'm recording this. And things are just getting really busy with sponsorships and clients and all of this other stuff. So I put a pause on doing informational interviews, but I am planning on reopening them again next year. These are totally free informational interviews, of course, but they can be really helpful because you can give you a lot of feedback on your resume, can give you a lot of feedback on the way you're speaking, your communication style, your skills, and it can give you that inside scoop of the things that you might not know are going on behind the curtain. So I just wanted to give you a personal example and anecdote about the tips that I'm about to share with you and how they work. So here are the seven tips of how you can conduct a successful informational interview. Number one is to make sure that you have done your research on the company, the industry, and the person who has graciously agreed to spend time with you to tell you all about their experience. The reason I want to make sure that you are doing real research is because you don't want to ask a question that could potentially be easily findable on the internet. So asking like, how do you guys make money? Or when were you guys founded? What are the type of products you guys sell? Anything related to the news, like anything that can be searchable or even asking them like, oh, where were you before this? Like you can absolutely find all of that information on your own on the LinkedIn profile by a simple Google search because you want to make sure that you're spending your time in the most valuable way possible. So just make sure that you are asking questions that cannot be found on the internet. And this is going to take some time, practice and thoughtfulness on your end to make sure that you are asking insightful questions. If you need help coming up with insightful questions, I have listed a resource on the show notes of this particular episode. So when you're done listening to it, make sure to click on it. It will take you to my website and you'll be able to download insightful potential questions you can have lined up for your informational interview. You're welcome. (laughs) Tip number two is to have a goal or an agenda for the meeting, but keep it personable. You know, having bullet points or thought-provoking questions can sometimes turn into a robotic conversation or a transactional conversation. In reality, you want to make sure that these bullet points and agenda are keeping you on track, but it's most importantly that you show who you are. Be personable, let them know who you are, because at the end of the day, there's probably hundreds of other people out there who have the same background as you, the same education as you, the same resume as you. So the way to stand out is by really showing who you are on a personal level, not sharing secrets and talking about your personal life, but just your personality, like the way that you speak, the way that you conduct yourself, the questions that you ask. I sometimes really know the caliber of a person's professionalism by the type of questions they ask. Yes, no question is a stupid question, but sometimes questions are common sense and things that you can find on your own as opposed to asking someone else to kind of give you the answer, if that makes sense. So having an agenda is really going to keep you just on track. And it's very important that you finish on time because, again, this is free time that this person is putting in their calendar to help you. So you don't want to be hugging all of their calendar, all of their time. Just make sure that you stay on top of the timer so that you don't go overboard unless they are the ones interested in learning more about you and they're totally okay of going over time. But in your end, just make sure you have everything you needed to know covered up within the time frame that they gave you, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Most of the time it's going to be 30 minutes, but just want to make sure that you are very conscious of the timing. You don't want to overreach with the person's generosity, okay? Tip number three is to have a list of potential jobs that you would be interested in in this particular company. And you can do this by exploring your LinkedIn profile, going on a Google search, just making sure that there are potential jobs posted out there that you could 
be interested in so that you can chat about them. Like, hey, I'm interested in this particular job and I wanted to learn more about that team or that particular area. How do you think that this team impacts the overall goal of the company, mission, blah, blah, blah. With that being said, I want you to have three to five jobs potentially that you would be interested in. This is for more bigger companies, obviously, because I have a bunch of postings. But if it's a smaller company, maybe one or two would be great. But those jobs should be related to one another. I don't want you coming up with, hey, I'm interested in the sales position. I'm interested in the marketing position. I'm interested in the finance position. I'm interested in the administrative position. Those are way too many different things that makes that other person helping you with the informational interview confused. Like, okay, do you want to be in sales? You want to be in marketing? You wanna, like, what do you want? Because it can be confusing and then it makes them feel as though you just want to get a foot in the door, which is great, but don't let them know that because at the end of the day, we want to be able to recommend people who are committed and who are going to be in that role in particularly a long time because recruiting takes a lot of time. It costs a lot of money, effort. And so people want to make sure that they're putting the right person in the right job. All right. So something else with that tip is to make sure you have your resume handy with you because you might want to be referencing a lot of your experience, your background, education, certifications, any skills that you might want to chat about. And you want to be able to have that handy as well as sharing it with the person who's talking to you in the informational interview so that you guys can kind of go along. And that person also has abilities to ask you questions through your resume. Tip number four is to be your biggest advocate. Doing humble bragging when you are talking about yourself and your accomplishments can really go a long way. Also, it can ensure you being forthcoming about why you really want this job. Why are you the right person for the role? Really getting comfortable about talking about the things that you have done. Why are you so awesome? Why are you an awesome human being? I want to know that. And sometimes it can be uncomfortable to chat about yourself, but this is going to be absolutely critical for you to come into this meeting knowing that you have to really showcase who you are and what makes you awesome, what makes you the right person for the role, and why should this person go to bat to recommend you, to listen to you, to ask you questions, to spend time out of their day with you, okay? So just make sure that you are totally okay with sharing accomplishments and be your biggest advocate because if you don't advocate for yourself, no one else will, all right? Tip number five is to know and act as though you know that this is the long-term strategy. Sometimes people can be discouraged. You know, I am not the most patient person, so I can absolutely relate to this. When people say, well, what's the point of having an informational interview? I just want to be able to have a regular interview. Well, what I was telling you about the whole TikTok situation I was interviewing with them is that I had this informational interview and I didn't get to talk to anybody for three months. But when the right position came up, I was the first person that came to mind for him. So just make sure that you understand that this is going to be a long-term strategy for you and that you should treat it as such because you don't want to come across as you're desperate or too needy, okay? So just make sure that you understand that the long-term strategy is going to be the number one priority here because at the end of the day, even if you don't get a job from that conversation or a job interview, think about that person as somebody that you can add into your network, somebody that you can continue to have conversations with in the future, somebody whom you can bounce ideas of each other and it can serve you as a mentor if they're older and or more experienced than you. Number six is to be gracious and thankful. I know that sometimes people feel entitled <laughs> to things like this and want to act like if you don't get an informational interview, that person is gatekeeping. Not at all. I want you to be gracious and thankful because this person is taking gracious time out of their day to give it to you for free so that they can help you get to where you want to go. And some of those people don't even have that for themselves. It's not like you're going to be kissing, you know, 
butts or <laughs> leaking boots in any way, but just making sure that you are very much upfront to them and say, I'm very thankful for your time. I know how busy you are. And I so much appreciate you taking time out of your precious day to chat with me and to help me out. That's all. Be gracious and thankful. And then just remove the expectation out of the conversation. And tip number seven that I have for you is make sure that you are dressing professionally. I know that this is just a casual conversation, but just read the room, know what the brand for the company is, how laid back are they? Are they more of a button down shirt, somebody who likes to wear blazers? Just make sure that you kind of match that energy there when it comes to the brand, because again, you should be treating this conversation as though it is a job interview. So those are the seven tips. Now, before you actually click out of this, I do have some extra content that I wanted to chat with you first. Hey there. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would so much appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would help the show reach more multi-passionate professionals, and it gives me feedback on what direction to take future episodes. I have linked a tutorial on how to do so in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Now that you understand what can make an informational interview successful, I want you to also walk away knowing the do's and don'ts of these conversations because I've seen horror stories uh, with people who show up to these things. And one of the reasons why also I stopped doing this is because I felt like I was being taken advantage of when it comes to my time. And people were just either canceling at the last minute when I put time on the calendar for that. People were not coming in prepared. People just had like these questions that are so easily findable on the internet that I just didn't feel it was valuable for either party, which is why I decided I wasn't going to make as much time for them anymore because I just was not getting people who were really interested. So here are some things that I have seen people do in my informational interviews that I wouldn't recommend you do. (laughs) Number one, do not make it all about you. Yes, they should have an idea of who you are and what you can offer. But please make sure that you are there to ask the questions. You're there to find out information, not for them to find out information about you. And yes, you should have a good balance between explaining who you are, how are you qualified, why do you want this job, but also make sure that you're there mostly to find out more about the company, the culture, the day-to-day, the role that you want, okay? That's number one. Number two. Do not act with that entitlement mentality and do not act desperate. Sometimes I have people just acting so thirsty that it's like, man, like you just need to let me breathe a little because I get that you really want to be here. But that mentality and that hungriness is just really not going to translate very well with a hiring manager or a recruiter. So just make sure that you're very neutral about things, that you understand that this is a major opportunity for you, but don't act as though like you need it to eat tomorrow. Okay. And I get that sometimes, you know, that answer might come across as like privilege and I get it. I'm acknowledging that. But Sometimes, you know, last year I was literally in a very huge need of a job, but I didn't act that way in job interviews because it makes them feel like I'm not qualified enough because therefore I'm desperate because I haven't gotten any other job offers. And this is the only opportunity I have. So always act as though you have other opportunities open because that makes you feel better about yourself and makes you seem more marketable and more desirable. The third don't that you should be aware of when it comes to informational interview is that you should not let constructive feedback or quote-unquote criticism get in the way of your goal. Sometimes you chat with people who might not be ready to coach or do informational interviews with people, and sometimes they might say things that make you think, is this the right path for me? Is this the right company for me? Is this the right culture? You are the ones who should be determining that. 
not anybody else. And I don't want you to start thinking that because someone who has success has told you that you shouldn't go that route. I don't want you to then think like, maybe I shouldn't go that route. You are the best critic to yourself and you are the person who knows where you want to be and what are the things that you should be doing to get there. So don't let constructive criticism, I like to call it constructive criticism when it's negative, hold you back from the things that you want to do, from your goals, okay? That's the number one thing I want you to remember. Now, I also wanted to leave you with two must-dos. I told you the seven tips of how to make a conversation successful when it comes to informational interviews. I gave you three of the do-not-dos when it comes to informational interviews. Now, we're going to talk about the two must-dos when you are going through an informational interview. Number one is to make sure that you're sending a thank you note after the informational interview to the person who took the time to chat with you. Share any links or documents that were mentioned in the meeting. So this could be your resume, your LinkedIn profile, any articles you chatted about, any books that you mentioned and or referenced. This is going to make you look more prepared. It's going to make you look more interested. It's going to make you look more professional. And that also you take away the guessing game for that other person, the person who's graciously giving you their time to just be able to forward that information to someone else or have access to the links in an easy way that's not going to make them have to follow up with you. And you always want to just be ahead of time. You always want to think one step ahead of helping the other person help you, okay? Make things easy for them. Number two is use a tracker. Because as I mentioned in one of the tips, is make sure that you are having a long-term strategy thinking behind these conversations. So having a tracker where you just have the person's name, the time that you met with them, what their title is, their contact information, what company they work for, what did you chat about with them, and when was the last time you checked in? Because this is going to be great for you to build those long-term relationships that are really going to help you in the long run. Again, this is your career. It shouldn't be something that you're rushing to. It shouldn't be something that you're half-assing. It should be something that you are proud of. You're taking your time to be able to build it with a great foundation. And in order for you to do this is by having the right connections on your side, by building those long-term relationships. And again, if nothing comes out of this conversation, it's not a loss. It's not a waste of time because you can then have that person be in your network. And that way they already know who you are. They can recommend you to things. And there's just so much good that can come out of this. Just make sure you're keeping a tracker. As simple as just opening up a Google Sheet document and putting a comp for each of those categories I just gave you. They're really going to help you set reminders and be able to have follow-ups to stay in touch with that person. All right, so let's recap real quick. The number seven tips that I have for you to have a successful informational interview is to make sure you're doing your research of the company, industry, and person to make sure that you're not asking questions that can be easily findable in the internet. Number two, you want to make sure that you have an agenda or a goal set aside for this meeting to make sure that you're staying on task and that you're staying within time to make sure that you're letting that person go by the time that they told you that they needed to go. But also make sure within that tip, to sound personable so that you're not just a robot reading out of bullet points or just staying on an agenda. The agenda is helpful to kind of just set the tone of the conversation and to keep yourself on track to know what you're there for. In reality, you're there to be able to potentially get a connection with someone else or potentially a referral for a potential job. Number three, have a list of potential jobs that you'd be interested in exploring that particular company because you want to make sure that you're giving that person all the resources they need to help you. Number four, be your biggest advocate. Be okay with doing humble bragging because that's the only way the person is going to know what you're capable of and what are the things that are the best for your personality, for your experience and your skills. 
Number five, act as though and know that this is going to be a long-term strategy. Don't think that this is going to give you a job right away. This is just a way for you to build out those network and those relationships and also to potentially be the first person they think of when something becomes available. Number six is to be gracious and thankful. Remember that this person is just for free with no strings attached, is taking the time to chat with you and give you everything you need. So just make sure that you are thankful for their time. And number seven is to make sure that you're dressing professionally as you would for a regular job interview. Although it's not a job interview, you want to make sure that you're leaving a good first impression. And the way to do this is by just studying the culture of that potential company, right? So how formal are they? How informal are they? And how is the person presenting themselves? Because that's really going to give you a good idea of how you should be dressing for that phone call. And potentially it's going to be a video call, hopefully. If it's just a phone call, make sure that you just dress comfortably. But if it's going to be on video or in person, make sure that you are dressing for success. And then now that I gave you those seven tips, just giving you a recap. Now let's talk about the do not do's when you are potentially having a informational interview. Do not make it all about you. Make sure that you are finding out as much information as you can and leaving the conversation with actionable tasks that you can have for yourself on how to follow up, who to follow up with, all of those things. Number two is do not act entitled or desperate. Make sure that you're very composed, cool and collected. Number three, Don't let constructive feedback or negative feedback affect the way that you want to go about your goals. Yeah, it's great to have somebody kind of tell you what they perceive from the outside, but at the end of the day, you know yourself best. Don't let that discourage you from following your goals and your aspirations. And now let's just recap the most do's when it comes to informational interviews. Number one is make sure you send a thank you note at the end, just linking everything that you mentioned during the meeting so that person has an easy way to refer to you or follow up with you. And then number two, make sure that you're keeping a tracker that serves you as a way to start building those relationships and that network. And that way you can also set reminders on when to follow up with that person, how to stay in touch. And that would bring us to the end of this episode. I had so much fun recording this for you. I get a lot of questions about informational interviews, so I just decided to put it all together into a nice, handy-dandy podcast episode. Please let me know if it served you well. Share it with your friends and family, whoever needs it. And go ahead and put it on your Instagram account. I am so excited to potentially see all of your stories. Make sure to tag us at Side Hustle Experience and I'll be sure to reshare it. Awesome. Well, take care. Have a wonderful time. And I hope to have you back on the next episode very soon. Over and out. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And I hope that it served you well. If you enjoyed it or found it to be something that resonated with you, share that takeaway with me over on Instagram so that the community can also see it. And if you tag me at Side Hustle Experience, I will be sure to reshare it. Your support and feedback means the world to me. I hope to have you back on the next episode at the same time, same place. Over and out.